I'm Commander Shepard, and the Unnamed Games Podcast is my favorite podcast on the Citadel. Shepard out. Hello, people of the internet, and welcome to episode 26 of the Unnamed Games Podcast. I'm Craig, your host as usual, and uh, this week we've got a few little bits to talk about, some stuff around an Aliens game, which has got us a bit... Mm, Maybe excited. Some stuff around Avengers, and uh, Phil's going to tell us about uh, um, a new app that's coming out as well. Um, but first, before I move on and uh, go through the rest of the panel this week, um, just got a little announcement to make. So if you're listening to this on audio, um, I am planning to start migrating all of the audio files over from SoundCloud, where it currently is, over to Anchor. Now, uh, potentially this isn't going to make a difference, but there is the chance that you may have to look and search for us again. Um, initially, I'm going to put them up on both platforms for the next couple of weeks, um, but it will start to come off SoundCloud and I'll end up migrating everything over to Anchor. So just in case it starts to become an issue, you can't see us as an episode's not coming up, you may have to research, but just a bit of a public service announcement. Anywho, let's move on with the show. So with me this week, we have uh, Mr. Ratley Ratster is having a bit of a week off, so he's having a bit of a break. No worries this week. Uh, and so I have Mr. Alan Longfang's Howlett up in the top corner. How are you, my friend? I'm still alive. That's good. I'm happy about that. That's good, mate. That's good. That's a good start. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's a good baseline. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. We'll go from there and we'll work yeah. on it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, and we have, of course, Mr. Phil, uh, Mr. Speed Freak Phil. How are you, sir? Good afternoon. I am delightful. Alan, I am also happy that you're still alive. Oh, good. Thanks, man. It's a little bit self-centered, though, because we game share. You know, my game price is about to go up. If I have to do that, I'm going to have to find somebody else. It's, it's a valid I concern. Uh, yeah. I don't like speaking to other people. Like, talking to you guys is hard enough. So, you know, if I'm going to have to go find a new friend to game share with. Oh, well, if it makes you feel really any tricky, better. So, uh, if it makes you feel any better, Phil, we find it really hard to talk to you too, mate. It's fine. Um, so. <laughs> That's we're all. That's why we're all in separate windows, in separate rooms, in separate houses. Yeah, it's got nothing to do with the lockdown. We no. just don't like each other. No, we all no, live in the same when, house. <laughs> when the lockdown lifts and we still do it in separate rooms, then you know I'm not lying. <laughs> Oh, cracking stuff. Cool. Right. So as per normal, uh, we will start off with what we normally start and find out what everyone's been up to. So this week, I'm going to go to Mr. Phil first. What have you been up to, my friend? So I have been playing Destiny 2 because you know I play a lot of Destiny 2. It's good. I've played some more Final Fantasy 14. Although I've done a lot of the end game stuff I wanted to do now and unlocked the bits and power leveled up. So I'm uh, sort of dipping less and less into that now. Uh, I am continuing to watch through Power. I am now Season 6, Episode 1, and Phil is going down in that. <laughs> like, <laughs> woo! Refresh that was my a memory, real Phil. What's, what's the key premise of that, that TV series, Power? Death, drugs, boobies. <laughs> nice, nice. Thanks for that. Cheers Three taglines. <laughs> uh. Yeah, so season six, season six is the last season on Netflix. So I'm assuming that's probably the last one they recorded. So yeah, they really went all out at the end of season five. Like, whoa, that was a humdinger. I mean, I had Double to be the boobies. <laughs> well, no, there was just... Oh. You know, Phil went down <laughs> big style. For people who don't like, have any context as to why you're saying Phil, that sounds really dodgy. 
I know, I, but I you told me I can't swear because it. you won't bleep it out. So we all agreed that yeah. if you were going to swear, you had to say Phil instead exactly. because I'm the one that kept yeah. swearing. That's the context that's needed, I think. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's bad and it's good. And there's like Italian gangsters in there now as well. It's like, yeah, good. Um, and the other thing I watched this week, which was a recent arrival on Netflix, is there is a Pacific Rim anime on Netflix called oh. The Black, um, which is really cool. Uh, I'd highly recommend it to both of you to watch. I'm only about halfway through, but it's like seven episodes, so it's like an evening's watch, realistically. But, mm-hmm. Craig, you can watch it with the boys. They would both love it. There's big robots. There's big monsters. Eh, people get shot here and there. Nothing too graphic. Like, you know, it's just a good, good baseline mm-hmm. for, you know, robots fighting monsters. Yeah. And uh, it's actually got quite a little interesting sort of storyline running in the background through all the episodes. So, yeah, I'm uh, quite intrigued to see where they take that. I reckon mm. it will get greenlit for a season two quite quickly. Seems like it would do anyway. It's kind of a similar style to that, um, the Ghost in the Shell um, one that they did on Netflix. You know, they, oh, the they did 20, a more kind of... 14, 2065 or something, wasn't it? Yeah. The... Yeah, yeah. The S- SAG, whatever it was called. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. It's basically, it's the same kind of art style as that and the same sort of design, maybe a little more blocky because of the robot style, but mm. gives you an idea of kind of what it looks like. But yeah, I'd say it's definitely worth a watch. I've quite enjoyed watching that. I'm looking forward to getting through the last few episodes just to see where they go with the story. Cool. Is it more Pacific yeah. Rim 1 or Pacific Rim 2? Ooh, more Pacific Rim 2. Uh, more action, more variations. There's a lot of variations in Kaiju. Right. Um, but, you know, there's a little bit of, um, you know, turf war going on in there as well. Mm. Sort of thrown in in the middle there. Yeah, it sounded really promising until you added yeah. Pacific Rim 2 there. Yeah, because <laughs> I, lo- I love number I don't one. Know if, I don't know if that's awesome fair, film, actually. Number two was... was, mm. was I mean, it wasn't good. You know, I said that. I might be doing that in injustice, actually. I would say it probably is more Pacific Rim 1 because there's they focus on, like, one, um, like, robot. Jaeger team. I mean, Jaeger team. Yeah. Jaeger. Yeah, the, it's all about, like, one specific Jaeger, but mm. it's kind of set in a... It's more lined out with, like, a journey that they're taking. So they basically get, like, left behind enemy lines and time passes, and now they're trying to get back basically and find the rest of humanity but they don't really know what's going on and um like all of the communications have been blacked out so they haven't got like satellites and radio communications or anything like that so i guess in that See, it's sense one of, it's more more it's one. one of those premises isn't it we've said before giant robots fighting giant monsters you can't fail that is a, that is that is basically uh you know a sort of a recipe for a perfect movie and then they bought out pacific rim 2 and proved us all wrong <laughs> Hundred percent, yeah, yeah. That was that was a real letdown. I think because the first one was, it was almost like this kind of, you know, you sort of, I, I don't know, you look at it, and you think, ah, oh, it's going to be kind of cheesy and a bit meh. It's Guillermo del Toro, and it's got, you know, it had some famous actors and stuff in. But actually watching it, we were like, that was wicked. It was a really cool film, and and I watched it several mm. times and really enjoyed it. And the second one just, it just missed the mark for something that was so similar. It missed in and virtually everything even, that the first one. Hit. Even the Yeg, even the battles, they yeah. the, the, the CGI they used for that just see, it just didn't seem as real and as mm. impactful as the battles that they see. Because obviously it's CGI; they don't have giant robots. But the ones in the first film were, were so much more. I don't know, realistic. They had so much yeah. more impact. And then number two, they just it was cartoony. It was mm. almost like they just they, they wanted to make yeah. a half cartoon, half film, and it's not what I wanted after seeing number one. It was kind Maybe. of, like, and the story was just, yeah. See, I think the problem is because this one I'm talking about is an anime. It's more like two in the terms of it's more cartoony like that. But mm. I don't know. I do you know what? 
I'm enjoying watching it. It's a nice, easy watch. You know, you can turn your brain off. Um, It's seven episodes. I think it's well worth a look. Mm. Have a watch this week. Get back to me next week on the podcast. Let the viewers know whether I was just horribly wrong and completely missed the mark, you know. Nice. That works these days, isn't it? You know, throw me under the bus if you will. (laughs) (laughs) Cool stuff. Right. Thanks for that, mate. What have you been up to, mate, Alan? Well, you know, the same, you know, uh, breathing. Um, But... Um, I mean, games-wise, I, I pretty much uh, I, I'm pretty much the same as last week. You know, looking at the the calm and relaxing uh, uh, strategy type games mm. rather than anything else. Um, I'm really not feeling Ark at the minute. I know who'd have thought it, but Stellaris and Terraria, two two you of know the mainstays. What? I did notice yeah. that the stock price of the uh, company that owns um, Ark went down recently. I think it's... they're in real trouble. <laughs> they're in real trouble. I've got to get back on before they go under because <laughs> Vin Diesel just won't bring up the slack. <laughs> He's already said so, uh, but I'll be spearing next week for a coffee, so I'll have a word with the bin. Um, and uh, but I've also just downloaded another one which is Prison Architect, and and I've realized that that one of the publishers that I clearly need to take shares out in because that I have more of their games or like more of their games than pretty much any others is Paradox, um, who are actually, uh, I don't think we did we discuss it last week about the change of um developer they did for. Um, or was it Va- Vampire the Masquerade, Bloodlines 2, oh, blah, blah, okay. blah, 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 blah. I'm not sure we talked about oh, it, no, but it was Paradox, they're actually the publisher for that as well, which I didn't realise. And they're the ones that made the decision to pull the developer and, and, and get get somebody else on board because they weren't happy with the direction they were going in. But that's by the by. Um, but they're, they're responsible for Stellaris um, uh, um, and Prison Architect and a heck of a lot of other strategy games, which I really, really enjoy. Surviving Mars. Mm. So, yeah. So I, And it's also on Game Pass, Prison Architect. So I, I've done a couple of the first training missions, but I haven't got too into, far into it. But I like I like it. Again, it's... it's uh, it's uh, got a lot of depth to it, I think. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to give that a try, and I'll give you an update on that next week, maybe if I spend some more time on it. Yeah, nice. Um, Watching-wise, um, I-, I finished watching, as I said, Enterprise. So I actually went and re-watched The Witcher, because I know we talked about that last week, and I reaffirmed my argument that I'm right and Phil is completely wrong. So that's great. Um, always a pleasure for me to do that. <laughs> um, we don't need to go into any more details other than Phil, you're wrong. Um, and uh, and then I, I finished that and, and started. But yeah, you roll your eyes, man. You go watch it a second time. Go on. You go watch it a second watched time. Watch it a second time. And you're right. It makes far more sense a second time. Yeah. Around yeah. Because I know what yeah, I watched exactly. But exactly. the first time round, it wasn't good because it was convoluted. It should have just been it, more. It was still good. It was convoluted. You just didn't yeah. understand that it, it was good. You, you were just too stupid to understand how good it was. <laughs> Um, Don't hold back, Alan. <laughs> I'm here. Yeah. Anyway, and and the other thing, I finished watching that now. So I started. I thought I fancy something else that I really enjoyed, um, and I wanted to watch it again um, before I start on the marathon that is TNG, which I believe I mentioned last week. Mm. That's like seven seasons. That's something like 250 episodes. That's going to take me a while. So I thought I'd get in a quick watch of Punisher series one and two again. And I'm on Punisher, um, I'm on episode uh, uh, 10, just watched 10 before we came mm. on tonight um, of that. And I freaking love it. Um, you know, uh, John Bernthal is just superb. Um, it's just an amazing series. And quite frankly, it fits, ticks all the boxes, as we discussed previously with Phil. You know, um, we've got violence. You don't get more, more ultraviolet than Punisher. Yeah. We have bad language. There's lots of bad language. And trust me, in the first season, there's lots of boobies. Madani's boobies. Boobies everywhere. <laughs> it's great. 
but mostly violence, you know, because he's the Punisher. But yeah, that's what I've been doing. I feel like I've laid down a new standard for TV series we have to watch now. Yeah. <laughs> if they don't just... meet those three criteria, we might as well not even talk about them anymore. And at the same time, it's a disservice. Yeah, at the same time, we're alienating anybody female who listens to us. Exactly. I was just about Look to say, we do, we do oh, need to be equal opportunities. Yeah. But if there are any really good TVs out, our series out there with really buff guys flashing their pectorals, yeah, stripping down in the shower. There you go, Spartacus. see Spartacus for the... Uh, that's like, a good series. There's a, there's a lot of dong in that as well as boobies. Oh. So, you know, I can recommend Spartacus to the ladies out there looking for something of the... that has got a bit for everyone, shall we say. The, the third appendage. What's going on? What's going on? <laughs> we used to talk let's about we, video games. Let's, let's we? move what on, shall we? Let's move on. Anyways, Punisher. Good... Awesome. Let's move on. Quality zone. I do like a bit of Punisher. It's quality. Um, cool. Thanks, mate. Um, what have I been up to? So, um, I've been watching, uh, I think I may have mentioned it before, I've uh, been watching through um, For All Mankind, which is the alternate history space race show. I don't know. Did I mention that to you guys before or not? I don't think you have. I think that's a new one. This mm. is on Apple TV Plus, and it is absolutely fantastic. Now, uh, I can. this isn't a spoiler because it is the premise of the entire show and it is the opening like minute and a half of the show. So effectively, you've got everybody um, sitting around. It's in 1969, isn't it? This moon landing? Whenever it was, back in the 60s. Um, everybody's sitting in America, sitting around watching the TVs, you know, bated breath. You know, they're, they're talking about the, you know, the, the rockets up and it's orbiting the moon and all that stuff. And there's all people sitting in bars around the country. Um, and there's, yeah, the rocket has touched down, the rocket lands. Um, and the guy gets out and as he gets out, it's he has a Russian flag and he starts talking Russian and it's a cosmonaut that is the first man to land on the moon. Um, and obviously this is the idea with this, this tiny thing that changes completely alters the course of history throughout the next. And I think the first series is probably over the course of about 10 years and it completely changes. It doesn't the, the, the way that the space race runs. Um, and it's it's absolutely fantastic. Even the tiniest little subtle things that change within it in the timeline seem to make a huge difference to the world. Um, I don't want to say any more than that because there's some really cool changes. You go, oh, no way. And it, it it's subtle changes that just change the entire course of humanity, really. So it's absolutely fantastic. And I've just um, started season two. Um, but they season two is currently airing on Apple TV Plus, so it's a week by week episode. So it's, it's driving me nuts. I just want to binge it like I did the first series. Um, but it's yeah. well worth doing if anybody has bought an Apple product in the past sort of year or so. You get included a free year of Apple TV Plus. If you don't, there are free um, trials out there, and it's I think it's only four ninety nine a month. So actually, there's some quality TV shows on there to watch, um, and I'm really everything on there is an Apple original. So it's not like a Netflix or Amazon Prime that has lots of other stuff on there. So it's very sort of it's quite a small selection of things, but everything on there is super high quality. It's very very good. But I would seriously recommend that. So that's been good. Um, I've also been watching um, a show on Netflix called Superstore. Um, I don't know if anyone's <laughs> yeah. tried this. Yeah, yeah. I'm watching that. If anybody's worked in retail, it's it's quite a giggle. It's a little bit slow to initially get started, but I'm into season two now, and it's really you've really got to know the characters, and it's effectively just like a kind of a uh, kind of a I guess like a Walmarty type thing in America, and it's all the people that work there and the the way they interact with each other, and just it's it's just a stupid sitcom type thing, and it's 
really nice, easy watching. You know, quite often I'll put watch half an episode when I'm sitting having my lunch um, at work and stuff like that. So that's that's a really good one to check out on Netflix. Definitely recommend that. Um, and uh, I suppose other big news. I've just been finishing off. Um, some DLC for Spider-Man on my PS4 and I've been trying for a couple of weeks to try and get hold of a PlayStation 5 and I've not had an awful lot of luck um, I've been trying and trying it seems like every time I'd get a tweet I was following actually it's a good mention MSTV on Twitter um, and they fire out announcements on Twitter and notifications when stocks going live at different retailers but every time I'd get on there I'd be on there within you know within a minute all gone all sold out couldn't get one then on Thursday um, I literally had picked my phone up in my hand and it went ping Smith's toys have got them in stock. I went, let's give it a go. Bang, bang, bang. I think within, within probably 15 seconds, it was in my basket. Bang. I got one and I've just had notification this afternoon that it's being shipped. So I'm going to have myself a PS5 this week. Oh yes. Congra congratulations, <laughs> Craig. We're, we're really, really yeah, happy man. for you. Yeah, that, I'm I especially mean, happy because yeah. he's going to have to lend it to me for Horizon Forbidden West because <laughs> that was part of the deal. He's like, he even said, "Don't worry, I'll lend it to you." So <laughs> it's literally, it's it's like it's written in stone, like it's the eleventh commandment that Moses wrote yeah. on the tablet. Yeah, verbal contract not worth the paper it's written on, mate. Remember that. <laughs> but I know where you live. <laughs> Um, yeah, so um, yeah, I'm well psyched for that. So looking forward to playing things like Gears of War again because they've had the 60 frame enhancement. Um, there's all the PlayStation collection going in there, um, and also you mean God of War. Sorry, you mean God of War, don't you? God of War, not Gears of War. Gears, of, that's it. God of War. Sorry, Gears God of War. He <laughs> yeah. means God of War. Breaking boy, news: Gears of War mean. on PlayStation. <laughs> God of War, boy. And the boy. internet falls over sideways. Yeah. <laughs> So I want to hear some more of Christopher Judge. Yeah. Over here, boy. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you're looking forward to that. And I, I really want to pick up the Miles Morales game as well. So that looks really good fun. So I'm, I'm really hyped. And I really want to try that new controller out. So, um, I mean, it's very much going to be, much as the PS4 Pro was, my secondary console. You know, it'll only, I'll only ever play exclusives on there. Um, same as what it is. But PlayStation always has some really great exclusives. So it's, um, yeah, I'm really hyped for it. So, yeah, watch this space. I'm sure I'll... Uh, have more to talk about next week when I've been playing with it. So, <laughs> but yeah. uh, anyway, yeah. So good stuff. Cool. Right. Well, let's move on. So we've got uh, a bit of news this week. So I said at the top of the show, um, uh, we we have a bit of a um, a love hate relationship with the Alien franchise on this show. We very much love um, a lot of the movies, and one person in particular who isn't here today, Rantley, very much does not love one of the games that were released. Um, and we had a bit <laughs> of news, didn't we, Alan? Did you want to go through uh, this Alien news? Yeah, uh, to be fair, I don't think Ratley is purely unjustified in his uh, general hatred of Colonial Marines, the game. Uh, I mean, it was a very big disappointment for an awful lot of people. Yeah. Um, and quite frankly, I think the only decent Alien game we've had in the last decade is probably Alien Isolation, and that mm. came out in 2014. Um, and that was based on the original Alien game, whereas uh, the sort of premise um, being stalked by a single alien. Mm. However, this game that was announced this week, if or at least we heard about it this week, this is called Aliens Fireteam. Um, and this is a game that's being developed by a company called Cold Iron Studios. Um, and they are a small three-man, or they were a small three-man team based in Los Angeles. Um, and uh, the three guys who started the company were... Um, lead developers on the City of Heroes, Star Trek Online, and Neverwinter. Mm. So essentially, it is a co-op third-person shooter. 
It's a class-based shooter, and it is based more on the aliens part of the franchise rather than the alien part of the franchise. In the words of the uh, the CEO of the company, what's his name? This is down here. Um, Craig Zinkovich, I apologize for the pronunciation, Craig. Um, he says, this is the action game um, uh, Aliens fans have been waiting for. Bold statement. Is... So basically it's a third person co-op game. So you can have up to three players um, or you can play on your own uh, or two with AI. So there are going to be multiple levels um, and there are going to be three classes, apparently, gunner, demolisher and technician. There are going to be uh, at least 11 xenomorphs, the uh, Wayland yutani Tami, um, Tami, Tami, Wayland yutani uh, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, the, their synthetics will be back as well in some of the waves, so you nice. won't just be fighting aliens. Not sure how I feel about that. They were all right in alien isolation, but let's face it, you're really there for the xenomorphs, aren't yeah. you? But it's but, nice to have variation, yeah. I think, isn't it? Because there's only so many variations so. of a xenomorph you can have, I suppose. I mean, you know, you're, you're dredging the bottom of the barrel when a xenomorph types past doing a tap dance with a top hat on. You know, you think you you probably scraped the bottom of the barrel at that point, haven't you? you think but it's, I mean, every things that was in jazz hands. Um, yeah. So, I mean, at the moment, everything sounds absolutely tickety boo. It sounds lovely. If I'm concerned. They... Why are you concerned, Phil? Firstly. And this is just a bugbear I have with Destiny, actually. Why is it three-player co-op? Why not four? That's your like, concern. That's one of my concerns. <laughs> one of my concerns. That frustrates me. Like, four-player co-op worked really well. And now they keep doing three-player. Outriders is three-player. Destiny's three-player. Now the new Alien game's three-player. Please go back to four players or two. You know what? Two I could deal with. Somebody, you know, you could... That's my first concern. Not necessarily a particularly valid concern, more of a frustration of mine, but I just wanted to share that. Secondly, this is a, a shooter game, yeah? And the uh, the people that you mentioned that uh, founded the studio, in particular, you mentioned Star Trek Online. Mm -hmm. We've all played Star Trek Online. Mm -hmm. The third person shooting in Star Trek Online is, how do I put this? Shit. <laughs> no, Phil! I think you meant Phil, Phil. It's Phil. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's not good, is it? I mean, no. <laughs> that, that a game that's primarily based on shooting and their previous projects that they've been leads on are, let's be honest, bad shooting games. Like ship combat's good, to... though. So, so uh, that I is mean, true. On... So, yeah, if they were making a ship combat, I'd be very excited, but. But, but there aren't any. Uh, I mean, on those two points, first of all, I, I'd like to address the three. And this is something that we did talk about uh, earlier on in the week, didn't we? We talked when it was first announced and Ratley put it into the chat room. My first reaction was it'll probably be a load of fill. Yeah, it probably will. <laughs> because let's be honest, over the last couple of years, there have been multiple occasions, Fallout, Cyberpunk, Avengers. Yeah, game after game that has been you know, touted as being the next best amazing anthem, next best game. It's going to be amazing. We've pre-ordered it. We've all been super excited. It's come out and it's been really disappointing. Yeah. Cyberpunk, you know, uh, we, we've talked about this before, so I'm not going to go too much into that. Yeah. Still a good fun game, despite the fact that it wasn't what was delivered. So, you know, my first reaction when I hear this is that exactly the same. I'm thinking, yeah, okay, sounds brilliant, but 
it's probably going to be rubbish, isn't it? Which means that if it isn't rubbish, then we'll all be extremely happy and surprised about how good it is. Mm. I'd rather feel that way than the huge amount of disappointment that I've constantly been feeling over the past two years. Yeah. I totally agree with Phil on the three players. When I first heard it was going to be a three-player game, I, saw, I immediately thought, oh my God, it's not going to be another Games of a Service, is it? Mm. Games, it's not going to be... It's, it's Division. It's Outriders. It's Destiny. It's now Aliens. Yeah, it's the same. However... And again, with a class-based thing as well. I'm still, I'm thinking, oh God, it's it, it's Destiny in space with Xenomorphs, yeah. Another level and I do it, exactly, yeah, exactly. That's what it's going to be. It's going to be level grinding, and you just have to keep doing doing like different. But you know, let's let's still keep some hope left alive, a little glimmer. It might not be that. It might hmm. be something just that that's just a class-based shooter one thing that also concerns me with that is i'm not a massive fan of third person shooters i much prefer to have a first person shooter be down there in the action i feel that's more visceral i think something like doom proves that yeah when you're down there taking out aliens you're really in the thick of the action and being third person that's for me that's going to take you a little bit out of that action being swarmed by hordes of xenomorphs in third person it, it, it just won't have that same agency as first person in my mind would but again I, I hold back on all of this and i sort of mm. think let's just wait and see probably going to be a load of rubbish but it, might, isn't it? it might be great yeah might be it, it's nice that people are trying to to bring the aliens franchise back and trying to produce a game that's different and that the fans will actually enjoy yeah that's you know i think that it's thing. very much like on your first point about you know you know a lot of these games coming out your anthems and your avengers and stuff you know with you know there'd be mm. real disappointments when they hit first off obviously they were even bigger surprises because they were such big studios and they had so much money and marketing behind them this is obviously quite a small studio yep. uh but um i mean it's by the by it's going to be good or it's not going to be good but the biggest problem we've got at the moment is is very much people pre-ordering stuff you know and i very much vowed I, yeah. I i'm not pre-ordering things anymore i just don't do it because and yeah, i know so. i think there's the the temptation to pre-order something even if it is a couple of days before so you can pre-download it for example so it's ready to play on day one but you know at the end of the day the more and more of these publishers are restricting how quickly these games are put out to reviewers so you can't see and you can't get somebody's critical review of something before you buy it if you pre-order. So I'm very much of the of the the idea that if a publisher is happy to put a game out early um, and so that our professional reviewers can actually review it and give us an idea because everyone will have the reviews that they like. You know, I like listening to like Skill Up, for example, you know, and I like a lot of the IGN reviews. You know, they kind of a lot of particular reviewers really have very similar game taste to me. So when I read reviews from them, I can. I, yeah. I feel fairly confident in my purchase. I'm quite happy to to wait otherwise, and and I think that's the main thing: voting with your wallet that way. You know, if something turns out, it's not I definitely agree. Buy it. Yeah. yeah. Wait for yeah. it to go on to. Wait for the reviews. Yeah. Wait for it to go on sale. Wait for it to go yeah. on Game Pass. If it's one of those that comes out and it's a five out of ten, you think, oh, I still wouldn't mind to go. Wait till it goes for ten or fifteen quid and get it that way, or, or like I say, Game Pass. Um, so, so what you're saying, Greg, is don't do a fill and buy Left Alive. Yes. Despite the fact the reviews are terrible and yeah. spend thirty pounds on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then realise afterwards that the reviews are all correct. Yeah. But still Yeah. Oh dear. <laughs> oh, we lost 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 Alan there for a second. <laughs> and he's back. There we go. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I, 
I'm still, I'm fine. Yeah, I'm alive. good stuff. He's here. Mate, he's I'll in. be honest. I'll be honest. I had nine 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 on dial right there, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know, slid so off fun. the table, pulled the power cable out. Yeah. Um, I remember this time, however, this time when it actually kicked me out of Discord, I didn't swear like a trooper. Yeah. I just, I stayed calm <laughs> and I just reconnected. It was all good. Yeah, I meant yeah, to cut that out last time. But anyway, back onto what I was saying about aliens. Yeah, I think you had, you know, there's been things, you know, I don't think it's going to be any, anywhere near a destiny or a, or a division, a kind of a, you know, a looter shooter type thing. I think it's very much going to be that they've said on a, the IGN first, actually, that they're quite inspired by, um, Left for Dead, you know, so I think it should be very similar to that type of thing. So, like a World War Z, and it's going to it, the nature of that game. It's going to be quite grindy and repetitive for levels because it's that guide to get you back in and doing them over and over again, isn't it? You know, to but there's a good way to do that, as yeah, you say. Yeah. I think the Left for Dead, World War Z, uh, actually examples are good ones. Mm, exactly, you, you, you'd love to jump back in and do those levels mm, over mm. and over again. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The proof is going to be in the pudding. You know, how is the shooting mechanics? What are yeah. the enemies like? You know, it, it looks really pretty, and I'm I'm got tempered expectation, yeah. but I'm excited to yeah. see if it's going to be any good or not before I buy it. <laughs> ah, it'll probably be a load of fill, but you know, probably. you never know. Yeah. You never know. Yeah, I still think that I still think the best avenue if we're going to relight the uh, Alien franchise in gaming is to take the 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 leaf out of Isolation's book and you know go down that mm. sort of depressive horror like stressful approach to it but i shall remain cautiously mm. optimistic i will try my best be, there has got to be room in this world for a decent action game where you are being attacked by tons of aliens there has got to be a company out there that can produce this maybe it's cold Bungie. iron studios i hope it is <laughs> but yeah because you remember like that level in the first halo when the flood first comes out yeah. Yeah. yeah, and when the flood is chasing you, the feeling there was like, oh my god, oh my god, yeah. 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 And I've played the previous Alien games. I can't remember what they were called, but on the PC many years ago, where you're literally running backwards as aliens are crawling up the walls, chasing mm. you down these corridors. They have done it before, and they've done it really well. Mm. It's about time we're we're ready for a company to actually produce this game new. Up, up, you know, updated graphics and a game so again with the with the mechanisms and the kind of the outlay of something like Left for Dead. That sounds perfect mm. to me. It so will, you know, I'm, I'm yeah. quietly optimistic. Probably still going to be a load of film. I yeah. think Aliens is such a fantastic franchise, and there's so many opportunities mm. to be blunt to make money from it. Yeah. Yeah, it, but it will needs happen. the right investment. It will happen. We will get that game that we want. You know, it happened with superhero games. How many years were superhero games all utter garbage until Batman? And then Avengers came out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, they're going to a teeter downhill again there. But no, when <laughs> back, when Arkham, uh, Batman Arkham Asylum yeah. came out, yeah, 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 that yeah, game yeah. was just, I mean, and it then, was um... amazing. It was such an incredible game that also had Batman in it. It was it was brilliant, you know. They absolutely nailed that kind of feeling of being a superhero where you weren't ridiculously overpowered unless you planned like Batman should do. You could use that superpower in the right way. You know, you went up against a group of 15 guys, you're dead. You take them out one-on-one, -on -one, <laughs> game over, boys. <laughs> and Spider-Man as well. How amazing yes. was the Spider-Man yeah. game that came out? Again, they just got everything right with that as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Miles Morales. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. Mm, good stuff. <laughs> I need a decent Superman game. Yeah, that. See that one. That's. It, it's. It's going to be really difficult for someone to nail that right. I think because Superman is so powerful. 
He is so powerful. How do you, you know? how do you level up Superman? Yeah, exactly. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it'd be interesting. It's just whether he's a bit tired or mildly irritated when yeah. he beats the enemy. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be interesting to see. He's, he's put on too much sunscreen. Some of yeah. his powers don't work. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what happens with the is it Death to the Justice League or whatever it's called, um, the one that's coming out twenty twenty two. I think it is um, the Suicide Squad game. Have you seen that advertised, Alan? You're looking. Yes. I've not seen that one. Is yes, it, what's, yes, what's yes. the one with the with all the uh, the, the knights? Gotham the, Knights. The, Gotham Knights. Gotham Knights. That's due that out this good. year, isn't it? And that, yes. that looks really interesting. Yeah. That might be really good as well. Although, I, hope it is. I think it's three player co op. Isn't it four player that <laughs> I one? I think it's three. <laughs> Yo, you're joking. <laughs> do they know we do a podcast before people? <laughs> Phil, just get less friends, mate. It'll be fine. You know, d- d- ditch a friend, bin a friend off. All right, I'm gonna look. I know you tried really hard, Alan, but I'm gonna have to kill one of you. I know you already tried, so you're out. You're out of the picture. Okay, that leaves Craig or Ratley. You have to think about this. Maybe flip a coin. Well, whilst uh, whilst Phil's thinking about who he's gonna bump off his list of friends, let's move on to the <laughs> let's move on to the next section of the news. So um, we're going to something here that uh, I'm very much blind at. And I know that Alan is as well, but um, Phil found something online um, that Amazon's doing around an app called Game On. And he's going to tell us about it. And I think we're going to ask some questions because I literally know nothing about this. So I'm quite intrigued to find out what it's about. Thank you for that. Yeah. So uh, I'll be honest, it was uh, an article I came across on GameStop. So uh, Mm. good work to them. Appreciate that. Uh, I found this app really interesting because I don't really like mobile games. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not a big fan. I... I like the odd, like, you know, tap and farm game on my phone, for example, but I don't like the idea of trying to play some kind of blockbuster experience on my phone. Mm. And that's why I haven't really gone into xCloud that much either or bought a Nintendo Switch. It's just that's not my preferred format. I want big TV with a big loud stereo or, you know, some really good surround sound headphones. But the fact is mobile gaming is becoming more and more popular. Mm. You know, people have less time. We spend a lot of time out and about waiting in mobile gaming kind of gives you that little quick fix in there um so yeah game on what is it it's it's almost being touted as kind of like the tiktok of gaming so the idea is that you can either record like anywhere from 30 seconds to five minutes of of your gameplay and it basically mirrors your screen and it basically has the ability built in for you to then edit that video um you can then use the front facing camera on your phone to add your like your own little kind of video in the corner like you see with standard Twitch Twitch streaming as well so you can kind of narrate your experience in there Uh, and then you can post it online to lots of different media social media platforms and it's compatible with well over a thousand mobile phone games you know from things like PUBG and Call of Duty on the mobile so all those games available on there and I thought that's you know I find that really interesting actually with the way things are progressing and you know more mobile gaming coming there you know with stuff like this, are we going to start to see that switch where mobile gaming suddenly starts getting more investment than maybe the blockbuster gaming that we're traditionally used to? That's my kind of question around it. Yeah, I mean, that's a good question, I think. I mean, you've got, there's that company Tencent, isn't there? I think, I believe they're a Chinese company, huge conglomerate. Yes. And they've sort of, they, they've got their fingers in lots of different pies and a lot in the gaming and entertainment industry. And I think a lot of their investment goes into mobile. And I think mobile is one of those things where, as, as, hardcore gamers i say in inverted commas um you know we don't it's almost like we look at it's not real gaming it's not real game but it is um and there's so many people out there people who i wouldn't deem as gamers my mum my wife they're not gamers they play mobile games though whether that be candy crush whether that be 
a Facebook game farming plants and weird things like that, but it's all gaming. Um, and they all employ those free to play um, models. profit models. Yeah, yeah. You know, so actually on that Candy Crush, when you start to get to level 50 or 60 or whatever, and it starts to get much harder, you've maybe only got one or two moves leeway where you can make a mistake. And, you know, you get stuck on that level for two or three days, you know, when you're trying to get through it and they say, oh, well, you know, if you pay £1.50, you can get yourself an extra couple of lives. There's a lot of people going, oh, just, it's only a couple of quid. I'm having fun with the game. Whack it on there. You know, and then you get the the whales, as they call them, where they're the kind of people who spend hundreds of pounds on those type games. Um, and there's a huge amount of money in it. And, you know, I think it's quite an interesting platform that, that they're coming up with there, that the whole kind of mobile social media thing. I mean, I'm not a big social media type guy, but obviously social media is huge. TikTok and snapchat and all that kind of stuff there you know it, it's it's hugely popular isn't it so could mm, yeah could it be a could it be another big um big platform maybe i just i just want to say this took me down a deep dark hole of researching then online game streaming from your phone as well and you can literally download programs like Streamlabs. there's an app available for your android or your iphone you can put on there and you can stream your candy crush or your raid whatever the something legends it was mm. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it was a really interesting kind of, it popped up to me, and it it's almost like, you know, I've always had a few games on my phone, I've played them here and there, but it really crept up on me, and I was like, oh my god, actually, what? So there's like, you can stream them now, and then there's this, like that, it's like the TikTok specifically for gaming, mm. for you to record and edit all in this one app. I thought, actually, you know what, wow, I'm missing a trick here. Mm. I mean, uh, how about you, Alan? Are you, um, do you ever like? I know you obviously spent a lot of time with your yeah. Switch when you were in hospital. So I mean, yeah, and, and I'm kind of in the same boat. And I can't help feeling that we're we're kind of the wrong the wrong that sort of like group of guys to really be talking about this because you know I'm I'm in the same boat. I, you know, if I'm at home, I'm going to play on my Xbox mm. on my big TV. If I'm not at home and I'm outside, I'm either doing something or I've gone somewhere where I don't have my Xbox and I'll probably take my Switch, which is my portable handheld. I, I, I've i dabbled in a couple of games. I even downloaded, what was it, the Elder Scrolls Blades when it first came out. But like most of these these games, you know, um, I play them for maybe a week, a couple of weeks, and then I just get bored. I just, I just can't be bothered. And I definitely don't, I'm not a fan of the, the mechanic, but that's my personal preference um uh, and as you say there is a fantastically huge mark out there for it what my opinion about whether i think this mechanic of it's almost like here here's the first little dose of heroin but you'll have to pay for the next part <laughs> yeah, yeah it's yeah. It, it, i mean it, it's kind of a little bit underhand it's, it's kind of a, a capitalist money-making technique that i'm not exactly a major fan of i say that actually, kind of this... thing. here's the game you can have the first couple of tries but you want another go don't you it only cost you two quid oh it's only a fiver it's and it's, it, it's a little bit it's yeah. a bit manipulative it's mm. a bit predatory and i personally don't like it but all of that's side but by the by a lot of people out there love this industry a lot of people out there are enjoying it and that's their personal preference and their personal choice now, this thing that you're talking about from Amazon, it sounds like they, they, they're trying to hit on a niche in the market yeah. because all of that technology for streaming from your phone is already there. And with things like xCloud coming out um, and stuff like that, um, that means there's going to be an even bigger market because there's not just going to be those mobile-specific games, mm -hmm. but also people premium, streaming then. things, actually full premium titles on their phones. And Can I just... 
add in some extra info. Sorry, there's a there's a USP I was going to mention. I, you just you hit the nail right on the head, so I thought I'd just drop it in now. Actually, where you said about you know it's like oh you've got the first little bit and then drop in a fiver for that extra go. So particularly, what's interesting about this is they've int- they've introduced things like weekly challenges. And it'll be like do the most damage in a car in a race or, you know, kill the most zombies in five minutes or three minutes or 30 seconds. And you basically you can upload your video to like a social platform there and you get people to vote on it. And each of those things that you win, it then pushes your profile up within that app side of it. So like with, you know, there's a lot of talk about gaming TikTok. So doing specific things to basically get you onto people's you should watch this list to then push you up your number of views and oh, then so your achievements part... almost manipulating the algorithm. Exactly, yeah. And that's a really interesting point. I wanted to drop mm. it in towards the end once I got your first thoughts on it, but you kind of hit yeah. the nail on the head with that one earlier on. So I thought I'd mention it now. And I thought that was a really interesting spin on it. Was like so it's you're playing your game, but then there's also these challenges which you're trying to then game those challenges to game the system to get your profile increased. Um, I mean, I don't know in terms of like whether there's monetization on adverts yet and you can make money from it. I couldn't see anything there. It just kind of, it sort of builds all of the creative stuff on this side and, you know, increasing your profile within the, within that industry or within that app, so to speak. But yeah, I can certainly really? see the, the appeal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as far as the app goes, I mean, as I said, I, I, I for me personally, it doesn't hold any interest, you know, because I mean, I look at like, you know, I, I watch lots of YouTube content. But when it comes to something like TikTok, I'm really not interested unless somebody has gone to the trouble on YouTube of putting together all of those epic fails and people falling off their skateboards, which they've recorded on TikTok and added it to a YouTube video because I'm lazy that way. I can't be bothered to keep looking through 60 second videos. I'd rather watch a 10 minute one of a compilation. Therefore, I go to YouTube. Maybe that's my age. Maybe that's just me. And I can't help feeling that this will be exactly the same thing for me. I wouldn't want to watch a 60 second thing of somebody doing something on a game. I'd rather watch somebody I watch Terraria videos or Arc videos and I'll watch a 15-20 minute video or even sometimes an hour long video of them doing stuff and, and doing stuff in the game however it's not for me it's for a massive audience that apparently is really really growing and mm. sounds to me like yet again Amazon are kind of getting in on the first floor here and bringing out this app and giving people the option and they're probably not going to be the last company that brings out an app kind of in this vein giving people the ease and the ability just to produce a quick video and throw it out as content that I sounds like a really good move another big point to that is you know how heavy and it sounds well like they're perfectly going to line it up for it how heavy and how deep will the integration of amazon luna be into something like that if it's an amazon streaming oh, yeah. platform mm. you know because if yeah, they're yeah. really going to hit this market you know obviously stadia has kind of taken a bit of a nosedive recently um but you know the kind of model that amazon are employing with their uh, their channel-based gaming system and things like that that actually integrating that all from a mobile tablet mobile device um or integrating it all into their own social media platform all as one it's it could be it could be a bit of a game changer i think potentially is this the yeah. next platform to produce the next ninja next ninja yeah ninja streaming oh sorry yeah. right yeah yeah okay yeah i'm with you something bevins isn't it or something <laughs> I don't, tyler bevins the I guy with blue hair the kids watch him i'll start i'll start exactly. my own channel i'll call myself uh winger winger <laughs> i like it that's catchy, man. <laughs> it's, yeah, all I mean, rubbish. it's a big load of fill. There we go. <laughs> but with the, you know, I'm just thinking, you know, with the ability to game that algorithm almost and get to the top, is this where we see the next, the mobile version of Ninja? I don't know. I yeah. think, I yeah, think, yeah. Uh, I think the mobile version of um, Winja 
that is Alan just complaining about people killing him in all first person shooter games because he never gets a kill, much like all of us these yeah, days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's Jim. it. <laughs> that's actually a really good premise for a ch- for a channel. I just ch- keep jumping into World of co- was it Call of Duty yeah. and just just record every time I get killed. Yeah, and just then then make a comment. Cheeky bugger shot me from a mile away with a sniper rifle. Bloody thirteen year old. It's cheat lagging. Uh, hacking. Yeah. <laughs> and they're jumping. Will you stop jumping? Soldiers don't jump. <laughs> oh, cool. Well, thank you for that, Phil. That's something, yeah, it's quite, I think it's something to keep an eye on because it could be a, a big deal in the industry potentially. So um, oh, it's a nice thought provoking topic of conversation. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, yeah, moving on to the next point we've got. Um, it, it's a very. <laughs> uh, We've mentioned it earlier on in the show, a game called Avengers. So that game, it's there's been no secret that it's been struggling a little bit, you know. So it's a game as a service game, so very much gearing itself in the likes of your anthem, of your division, of your destiny. Um, and they made some huge <laughs> missteps right at the very, very start. Um, the game had the the worst loot system ever conceived, where you would level up Hulk's rib cage or whatever, or you know. Um, Hawkeye's glasses or something, but it wouldn't actually change the look of it. Um, just it was basically just increasing numbers behind a superhero. Um, totally unrewarding rubbish, you know. And in my opinion, they very much ruined the single player experience that could have been by shoehorning all this in. So coming up soon, uh, March the 18th, I believe it is, they've got the Series X and PS5 patch going live. So all the next-gen enhancements run at 60 frames per second, um, enhanced particles, uh, better destruction physics, um, all looking super shiny, flashy, lovely. Um, And what they're also doing is they're also changing the levelling system, which I thought, oh, this sounds interesting. Maybe they've realised the error in their ways. But I don't think they have. What they're doing is they've said it was too quick for people to get up to the level because they hadn't spread the level gain properly so that as they were getting to higher levels, they were gaining so much XP from the kills, they were leveling up quicker. So what they've decided to do is they've decided to stretch out the leveling later on. So what they've done is they've increased the grind on a game where the grind isn't fun. What on earth are they thinking? Phil, you're a games as a service man. What's going on? Where where's this come from? They've done an Assassin's Creed, haven't they? Go on. They've done an Origins. Yeah. They've gone, hmm. Except in Origins, they planned it from the start and they yeah. made it so that when you hit the middle, unless you did every single side quest, you know, you were sort of struggling to level up and be the right level to do the story. So you would then pay mm. for an XP booster. And I'd bet my bottom dollar there's an XP booster hidden in that store somewhere. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. God, they've tried every trick in the book. Like they put season passes, they put subscription models in there, they did a cosmetic store, and now they thought mm, none of that's worked. Mm. What can we do? I know. Let's make it so that they pay money to level up instead. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I just. Do you know what? When when the Series X patch came out for that game, I thought, you know what? I'd like to play the story on that game. If it goes half price or a bit less. I'm going to buy that. And now I. I don't even want to yeah. touch that game. I really don't. I'm so turned off by it. It's just like, it's so, not working as it is. Like, why don't you make it better? Not worse. Yeah. They need to strip out, in my opinion, a lot of the core mechanics they've got in the game um, to focus it more from a single player perspective. Now, I know when the beta came out, Alan, this was pre lockdown. Um, you came around my house and you had a go, didn't you? And 
give us your thoughts on it because it was you know you didn't mind it did you i mean i mean i mean you know on a very base level it was entertaining i i don't think there was an awful lot of depth to what i played because i mostly played like the you know the was it called the 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 test room or whatever yeah i forget what it's called now uh, harm, yeah, room. harm room uh, yeah the harm room yeah yeah so you know uh, but the combat was was mildly amusing um but there was a distinct lack of i think as you as you said leveling up i was just curious i was wondering whether either very quietly the company that that, that developed this i'm not sure who it was was either bought by bethesda so they're now using the bethesda let's make this game better sort of this sort of theory you know let's charge people more for a game that already people are complaining about or let's make it take them longer to get to where they were before because everybody said it's rubbish already yeah. so that's going to make it better um yeah sometimes you have to wonder who's making these corporate decisions because it, you know, when you say it in the most bare bones kind of way like that, people don't like the game, or at least not enough people, because the grind isn't that much fun, and there isn't enough content, and you haven't put the effort in to make people actually appreciate when they've leveled up something that their character looks different or better or cooler in a way. Mm -hmm. So they have that status symbol to say, hey guys, look at my cool Hulk. He's got the Hulk, I'm the beast t-shirt on because I leveled him up this much. They went, no, all of that's rubbish. We don't want to make people happy. We'll just double the time it takes you to level up. And the guy in the room went, you know what? That's brilliant. That's yeah. that's brilliant. That'll get them coming in in droves. Yeah. They'll buy the game. When people hear that it takes twice as long to level up, they'll be rushing to the store to buy our game. <laughs> I mean, who, who, come, who sits there and thinks these things yeah. are a good idea? It I just think, baffles me. The only thing that can come into my mind is what the, the money men are thinking is we need to write. So we've got X amount of people playing the game. How do we make sure they're going to play the game for longer, which gives them more more opportunity to spend money that's spend that money. surely yeah. is the only thing that they can be thinking of they're just trying so they, to because yeah. they made they they're lost trying to milk so much the whales money. Yeah, exactly you're trying to milk the whales the people that are still there it's like we said with 10 cent and mobile games like there is that percentage of whales that will spend it's not hundreds it's thousands mm. of pounds a month on those mobile games yeah yeah and i guess they must have x percentage of the, the population are whales and will buy every single cosmetic mm. because they can and then they'll buy the season passes for every single character. And like you said, they're just trying to milk those. But, oh, God, it's... But yet again, this all kind of ties into many things we've talked about many times before. And this is this is corporate decisions being made on games instead of creative decisions being made on games. Yeah. It, of course, they're businesses and they want to make money. Yeah. But when you're talking about a creative business like this, the real way to make money is to produce a game that the gaming community absolutely freaking loves and they become a part of that's mm. what bethesda did right even in their darkest hours when fallout 76 first came out there was still a massive amount of players that stood by bethesda and continued to play fallout 76 even through its darkest hours because they gained that trust from those people they lost a lot of people but they still a lot of those people still stayed with them and this is inherently the problem with the whole industry is that instead of making money by making your customer base happy you make money by underhanded tactics like this by keeping people playing your game supposedly for longer to mm. eke out by level gating your game instead of producing a quality piece of content that people want to come back for and they want to play over and over again and they want to buy the dlc for and they want to buy silly outfits for because it's great this is why games like 
like Fortnite really succeed and Apex Legends because they have the right community. They create the right community, the right feeling. They make people involved and then they give them silly things like a pair of flashy gold goggles and they feel special because they got the gold goggles. Yeah, I'm not saying that's that's something I personally buy into, but a lot of these game developers running like games like, like well, I say the publishers, games like the Avengers, they should listen to this this instead of thinking they can make more money by going on underhanded tactics like this it's just it's mm. a shame because this could have been such a great game it could have really wowed us it showed real promise when we first saw it e3 2019 we could have really had a fantastic you know multiple player where we all jumped on and we're all really keen to play as our favorite superheroes and instead it was just a massive disappointment and this just makes it more so mm. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Any further on that, Phil? No, I think we've covered all the points. Yeah. I'm just deeply disappointed <laughs> like in the prospect of this so game. depressed. Yeah, yeah. It is. I was actually, I'll be honest, I wanted to play that. I genuinely wanted to play that game. Mm. Like When the Series X up, upgrade came out, because I know you were going to pick up this copy, and I, I was done. sitting there, and, I, mm. okay, and I've been looking at it in the store, because I think, I think even now it still has the 50% off. And I wanted to, I want to buy that game because I wanted to play it with you, and that meant that Alan would get it, and then we could all play it together. And then they've gone and just done this again, and I'm just like, I do not want to give them my money. Mm. I vote with your wallet. That's what we always say, and I yeah. my vote is no. Yeah, and it yeah. sucks. So maybe one day that's going to end up on Game Pass, and that's how I'll recoup some of their loss, and then I can finally play it without giving money to Square Enix for the travesty that is this Avengers game. Yeah, I think it's, again, it, the sadness is that the bits, the little bits, there is little little bits of promise in there. Yeah, from the bits I've played, you know, some of the single player, like the very start of the game when you when you start as. Um, um, uh, Kamala Khan, Miss Marvel, when she's a kid and she's going to the A-Day celebrations and it's really cool how you're kind of going through there and you sort of meet the Avengers and and, and it's just, it's a really nicely crafted world. It's it's beautiful. I mean, it's such a good looking game. Uh, it's stunning. The character models, the, the area, it is a beautiful looking game. Really, really nice. Um, and even that first mission, you kind of, you know, going across the Golden Gate Bridge, it's all the stuff that was in the beta. Um, and you're fighting through there. It was just really it, a little bit linear and there was a bit too much quick time in there. But a lot of the areas, were they, it was good fun. It was fun smashing up stuff. Um, but then you get into these really poorly crafted, very, very generic level looking areas like tundra you know where you just go to an area and there's like weird floating platforms dotted around everywhere and it's just loads it's of just fleshed and, out it it's, it's a lack of the proper content one of the it's worst things out. you've got in that game is they do a whole they do a section where there's a tiny little circle that you have to stand on and hold for say two minutes from waves of enemies but primarily this game is a hand-to-hand -hand combat game. And you've got all of these enemies standing away from this spot you've got a hold that you have to run over to punch. But when you move away from it, the enemies then start capturing the point. So you can't hit them if you if you want to stand on it. But it, so it, it just doesn't work. It'd be different if it's a ranged gun. You had guns and things. You can shoot from a distance. You had cover and things. But it just actively tries to pull you away from the objective. And it just becomes frustrating and and not fun to play, you know, and, and that's just very yeah. early on in the game. And, and it's poor, poor design decisions like that that just baffle me, really baffle me. It's a shame. Yeah, absolutely shame. So, uh, yeah, but uh, never mind. Who knows? I think it's probably going to die a die death like Anthem, but never know. They might do a full 360 and turn it around. Who knows? <laughs> so, Hello. right. Well, um, this week, uh, that brings us to the end of all the news. And as per usual, it's time 
for a quiz. Are you ready, boys? Are you excited? Ooh, Are you looking red. forward to it? What is I it? I can this barely week? contain myself. <laughs> it's, it's another week that I could lose at because it won't be a list game. <laughs> well, 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 well. What do we have here then? So, we have got... Um, we've done this game before. So, it, but it's slightly different. So we did it before with video games, and uh, it was three player last time. So the idea behind this game is I have got uh, ten um, superhero movies, and now, and I've also got the scores from IMDb out of a hundred point scale. All right. Now, what you guys have to do in turn is guess what you think the score of, on IMDb was of the movies. Now, the person who's closest will get the points so effectively if you were say say a game was uh, got 50 out of 100 sorry not a game movie got 50 out of 100 and you said it was 55 you'd get five points yeah so the one who draws the points down to the closer you get the lowest lower the points wins does that make sense good stuff right okay so if you're close you get less points but if you're further away you get more no 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 sorry yes you do get more points but the person with the lowest score wins You look confused, Phil. I'm just going to play and you tell me who wins. <laughs> <laughs> Lowest score wins, Phil. All right. So get, cl get, get close to the points. All right. Yeah, that's so, what I said. The closer to it is, the less points I get and, yeah. and but, I win with uh, less points. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And do, we get, get, and do we get a chance to change? So let's say, for example, because there's only two of us, Craig. So let's mm -hmm. say, for example, um, I say 55 mm -hmm. and then Phil says 56. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then th th do I then get an option to say, do I want to change? Do I perhaps want to go like 57 or is it just no, that's un get that's one unsporting. shot? I mean, you could Because <laughs> I'm definitely going to do that now. <laughs> I will do it alternating, alternating so that it will be Alan first one round right, and yeah, then Phil yeah. yeah. first the next time. So if you decide you want to do that, but it could be a case of, you know, you've got to try and guess what the score is, you know. So it's not that you're just going to get a point for winning it. You just, you get less the less points for getting closer. Yeah. I know what I'm talking about. You'll get it as you go along. Anyway, right. So the first film. So we're going to start with Phil first. Uh, the okay. first film is The Dark Knight. So the Christian Bale Batman film, The Dark Knight. So what do you think and the IMDb score out of a 100-point scale was on that? Out of a 100-point scale, Dark Knight. Now, that was a good movie, wasn't mm -hmm. it? I enjoyed that movie. Oh, I reckon that's going to be a good score. I'm going to go 91. 91. I'm going to go 91. I'm going to go high. Okay, cool. Right. Alan, what do you yeah, think? I mean, I, I mean I'm, I'm not a massive fan of the Dark Knight trilogy, mm. but I love the first film. Uh, I think it's awesome. Really love it. Um, or oh, the Batman Begins go... one. Or... Yeah, Batman mm. Begins, yeah. Um, I'm going to go with 88. 88. So very close I I, scores there. Yeah. I like that. I like yeah. that. So let's just add that into my little spready sheet. Uh, 88 in for Alan. Okie dokie. Right. So next film. Um, oh, oh, no, so you're not going to. No, 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 us. I will actually. Sorry. No, I will tell you what the score is on that one. <laughs> sorry. So, yeah, the score on that one, Dark Knight, was actually 90. So you were both very, oh! very close. So that's one point for Phil and Ooh. two points for Alan. So like there's one point in it, boys. So Phil is in the lead by one point as it is. Interesting. Cool. Right. So next one we have is another 
excellent film, a real favourite of mine. Um, and it is Logan. So, Alan, what do you reckon the score was for Logan? Hugh Jackman, Old Man Logan. Mm, yeah, fantastic. I love the in, uh, interpretation of Xavier on this one. I thought mm. uh, Patrick Stewart was amazing and just portraying how this superhero who's losing their faculties, mm. but so powerful that, that actually it's it's a danger to yeah. people around. Oh, that was amazing. Um, it's like a nuclear bomb uh, with a loose uh, wire, isn't it? it what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like something you don't think about because you always see like your superheroes at the prime of their powers mm. and it's just like they just... And then all of a sudden he's he's almost kind of senile and he yeah. doesn't know what he's doing. It's just amazing. Um, I, I don't think this was quite as popular across the board. This one was a bit more div divisive. Um, so in that vein, I'm going to go with 74. 74 from Alan. Okie dokie. Phil, what do we reckon? I think that did quite well again. Mm -hmm. But obviously not as well as Dark Knight. I'm... I'm thinking 82. I'm going to go 82. 82. 82 from Phil. So, I can tell you that that one was a score of 81. Damn it. Phil's one point off. Seriously? Twice <laughs> now, Phil. Unbelievable. Um, so Man, I'm feeling good about this. That was a good guess. I think All we, right, I think we might have to see Phil's hands here. I don't know if he's cheating. That's that was that's too close. Those we need to get him to hold his hands up. Make sure he's not googling it while we while we're playing. <laughs> I will hold my hands up. Genuinely, that was a guess. <laughs> That is close, man. Nice one. Well done. Right. Okie dokie. So the next one we've got um, is, well, I know Ratley's a big fan of this film. It is Batman versus Superman. Phil, what do you reckon at a 100-point scale? Batman versus Superman. Mm. Is that the animated one? No. Or are we talking about... Um... Dawn of oh, Justice no, the, the new called. The new one that had, like, where they fought, fight Doomsday at the end. Yes. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, you see, I really liked that movie, but I don't think that did as well because, again, the story was a bit convoluted. I'm thinking, just for reference, <laughs> you know, because a question was asked. Would you go seventy-four? Seventy-four from Phil, right, Alan? What do you reckon, Batman versus Superman? <laughs> It's not on. It's Put not that on. I'm phone away. I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, yeah, this 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 was generally disliked. I mean, mm. I, again, I, I'm 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 I think in the minority. I absolutely loved it. I thought it's fantastic. There are some amazing scenes in this. The Batman when he he goes to save you know um, Superman's uh, mum mm. in the warehouse. It's that fight is just cool just it, it's yeah. next level, man. Mm. Yeah, admittedly, he does kill some people, and he's not supposed to kill people, but doesn't matter. He blows them up. They're bad guys. It's all good. <laughs> Um, fantastic fight scene. I love that movie. I really, really do. Despite what some people, other people don't. But as Phil said, wasn't generally well received. I'm going to go even lower than Phil. I'm going to go 68. 68 from Alan. So I can tell you on that one, the IMDb score out of a hundred point scale was 64. So Alan was closest Ooh. on that one. Oh, so it's wow. Four points for Alan and 10 points for Phil. So well done, Alan. Jeez. Well. Ruined it. By one. my maths, I think that just took me into the lead. It's close, boys. You'll find out there, at the end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like so cool. Right. So um that was Phil first, that last one, wasn't it? So it's Alan first mm -hmm. this time. So uh the next one we have on the board is Avengers Infinity War. Mm. Now I know we all like mm. that film. 
But how oh, I love all the Avengers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I, I mean, you know, I, um. I mean that 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 like you know the the, the scene. Uh, I think they had in both of the movies, but the first one, um, the first Avengers. Uh, you know when they when they do like the panning around of all the the Avengers, and you're like just like, Michael Bay. Oh, oh, oh. yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's all good. It's, it's all another good. Michael Bay movie. <laughs> exactly. I don't think um, uh, Infinity War. Um, that was the first of the last two, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. 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 So. So we're, we're at the height of the Avengers frenzy at this point because we are coming up to the culmination mm-hmm. of a lot of movies. The third Was it the third or fourth wave? I think it's the fourth, fourth wave. wave. I think it was. Fourth wave, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the third. So I am going to go uh, 86 on this 86 one. 86 from Alan. So a high, high score, high praise from Alan. Phil, you have plenty of time to think. What do you reckon? I think that did quite well as well. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if Alan's overestimating it there, though. I'm going to go 82. An 82 from yeah, Phil. Yeah, I'm going to go low. I'm going to go 82. So, boys, I can tell you on that one, that scored, IMDb on the 100-point score, 84. So you both got two points on that one. <laughs> You're both two points over side. Right. Do you know, when you said that, I was like, I wonder if I should just 85, Alan, and see what happens. <laughs> yeah. I genuinely that thought that. That would not it. have been cool. That would not nice. have been cool. That was this good. Cool. This is close. This is a close race, boys. Close, close race. Right, next film we've got is X-Men Dark Phoenix, the latest in the X-Men series. So, Phil, it is yours first. I haven't seen this film yet. Um, we, I've been working through all the other X-Men films with Ryan because he's never seen them before and we're actually this is the next one we've got to watch we just haven't got round to it yet I've heard it ain't great but I mean that's just through the grapevine so but I, what did I was going to say this I don't think this movie did well at all mm. and I have watched it and there's a reason it didn't do that well <laughs> um, or oh, this wasn't this isn't going to be good I think this is going to so be so glad you got first on this one do you know what? I'm going to go 60 60 points. Well, I don't think it did well. I think I'm going to go 60. And right. I think I might be being generous there, to be honest with you. <laughs> right, Alan. So he's gone for 60. What do you think? I couldn't I couldn't agree with Phil more. I mean, uh, whoever wrote this, I mean, to think they would remake the same story that they made before, which was badly received, mm. and make it even yeah. worse. Yeah. I mean, no offence to Sophie Turner, but she is an absolutely awful awful um interpretation of jean gray yeah, I, yeah. I cannot stand yeah. her in that she was great in game of thrones and she's a fine actress but she just she just didn't portray that character very well and it's so badly written and directed mm. um I, I, I it's a tough one because i would have liked to have gone really really low because this was slated but i would have been really cautious so i had to wait until phil put his out there so i'm mm. going to go 50 so 50 from Alan. So I can tell you the score on that one was 57. So you both very oh, close. Oh. But uh, yeah, Phil Phil scoring three and Alan scoring seven on that one. So it's still that, a tight luck, race. That was lucky, man. <laughs> it's a tight race, boys. Yeah. Right, cool. Next one we have the, oh, love this film personally. Guardians of the Galaxy. First one. Absolutely love it. Alan. Go for oh, it. Oh, man, this, this was a shot out of the blue. I didn't know what, any of these characters. Yeah. I've never read the comic. I, I didn't know what to expect. And it was just it was just awesome. So good. From the very first scene with Star-Lord for, all the way through. Mm. I mean, 
Pratt is just superb in this movie. So everybody is. Mm. Yeah, but he just he just pulls it off, and the humor is just absolutely bang on. It's and the what music. Did, yeah, yeah everything. Mm. Everything is just absolutely perfect. I love this movie, and I know a lot of other people did. So I'm going to go quite high on this one. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go 90. 90. Big scoring for oh. Alan Early. I'll be honest. I was actually I was thinking the same as Alan. I loved that movie. Yeah. I'm going to do him there's, dirty. Though. There's no reason you can go dirty. for the same score if you want. You don't have to. You go for 89. I'm coming around there. To slap you. <laughs> Craig, I'm going 89. 89. <laughs> 89. I'll see you, you at the end of lockdown. Back. You watch your back, Thompson. <laughs> right, so I can tell you the score on that one was, in fact, 80. So, Phil has oh, I really have points. done you dirty there. Really and Alan on 10. Oh, awesome stuff. It's still a close race. It can swing at any point. All we I take don't really gain anything from that, do I? <laughs> right, Just okay. Just have to watch my back after lockdown. <laughs> Right, Phil's first on this one. So we have another fa- another fancy one of mine. I do like this one. Thor Ragnarok. What do you reckon, Phil? Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. I liked that movie as well, yeah. but then I liked all the Thor movies. Although I felt it had less of an epic score than um, sort of the original and the second one. You know, it had Patrick Doyle, I think, did the uh, music for the first one, and I really enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. Great movie. Ragnarok. What do I think? Oh, I reckon that did quite well as well. Ding, actually, digging, 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 digging. That was my ringtone for quite a while, yeah. actually. I'm going to score this high. I'm going. You know, 86 on this. I reckon 86. that did well. An 86. Big one in for Phil. Alan, what do we reckon? That's what is he going to do me dirty now? <laughs> that's, that's, that's my one a week. Um, yeah, again, uh, again, abs- I mean, I, I'm the same as Phil on this. Uh, I mean, I love all the Thor films. I think the second one was not as superb as the first. But when number three came along, talk about rejuvenating one of yeah. the, the, the franchises. Uh, what's his name? Is it Tiger Waititi? Tiger Waititi. Taika Waititi. I apologise for mangling his name. But... I mean, just everything, just from that trailer, the choice of music, everything was just like, oh my God, this is just wow. Blew my mind. And I am going to go, I, yeah, it was just so much fun. It's like, we work together. Yeah, I mean, just uh, 88 from me. Comedy was on point with that as well. 88 from Alan. So, this one I can tell you, IMDb score of 79. Surprising, it's what, so that? low. Yeah, really. Yeah. Wow, seventy nine from IMDb. So that puts Alan, uh, Alan nine points and Phil on seven points. So I'm going to give you a running total at this point. So currently, um, we're on. Um, Phil is on. So obviously, the best score you can get is zero. So currently, with one, no two, three, yeah, three, uh, three films left to go. Phil is on 248 and Alan is on 256. So it's still close. There's only eight points in it. Right. Oh, we couldn't be far enough one. away from zero. We've only got to get people. one really wrong. <laughs> cool. Right. So, Alan first on this one. The next one we have is Aquaman. Talking earlier of um, man pecs, and uh, I know my wife likes yeah, yeah, it. Yeah. Likes old Carl Drogo. I forget his name now. 
Um, uh, Jason, Jason Momoa. Momoa. Jason Momoa. Yeah, yeah, she's, yeah. she's not alone. He is his yeah. quite the fantasy figure of a lot of ladies. Yeah. And, you know, he's a fu- he's a fine looking gentleman. Yeah, yeah, actually, he's a, he's a lovely guy as well. I've seen interviews with him. He's mm-hmm. he's one of those guys that you kind of think if you met him in a pub, have a beer with him, he, you'd probably have a, a right giggle. You know, yeah, he's, yeah. he, he seems like a, a top top chap. Yeah. Yeah. And I have to say despite everybody saying that the DC universe is a big pile of poo and uh, that everything was terrible, I really enjoyed Aquaman. I thought it was, again, it was, it was a really good effort from the the, the director. I can't remember who it was now, but Mm -hmm. I thought they did a really good film. Um, It was good fun. Um, And again, it had some of the humor that we talked about in like, you know, guardians and and like uh, Thor Ragnarok. You know, it was mm. like it was trying because that's the problem with the DC universe. It was trying to be too serious. Yeah, so it was a very Marvel-esque DC movie, wasn't it? Exactly, mm. yeah. which made it more palatable, and I really enjoyed it. Um, I know a lot of people were still against it, so I don't think it's scoring too high. So mm. I am going to go sixty-eight. Sixty-eight from Alan. Okay, Phil, what do we reckon? I feel I'd be remiss not to go sixty-nine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you know that. You remember the old "You've been tangoed." Yeah. After yeah. the lockdown, you'll turn around, and all of a sudden, you'll feel. <laughs> I'm going to go 69, Craig. <laughs> 69 from Phil. Right. I'm going to tell 69. you that one of you has got this absolutely bang on. And that's oh, it's Phil. safe to play that then. It's Phil. <laughs> <laughs> on the nose, Phil. 69. If you hadn't, if you hadn't threatened me, dude. I'd have gone 75, but <laughs> had to be 69. You're right. So that's zero be. point I, should, of I, I missed a trick uh, there. I, I'm a little bit ashamed. How you didn't go 69? Uh, oh, dear. Yeah. Oh, dear. Right. Well done, you. Cool. Good stuff. Right. So, next one we have um, me and Phil were talking about this the other day, actually, um, is Dread. Oh, what a great movie! What a great! I love that film. Um, I love the bits where she shoots him up with the drug, and then like everything goes colourful and slow mo, yeah. and they just like yeah. bullets are ripping through. That's what people. They call it and they slow mo. Yeah, in fact, slow-mo. they do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, Phil, go on then. Well, I know we all liked it, but was it a critical success? And what was the IMD score on the hundred point scale? I reckon that did well again, but mm-hmm. not like Guardians. Aquaman, and they scored by well. What do I think? What do I think? I'm gonna. Oh, I think it's in the seventies. I'm gonna okay. go seventy-four. Seventy-four. I'm gonna go with. From I'm gonna go seventy-four. Alan, what do we think? So yeah, I, I always said I, I love this movie. In fact, the only thing I don't like about this movie, and it's such a, I, I say that is really the aesthetic. And if anything, it's the Stallone version that has a trump card on this one. Having been a firm fan and reader of 2000 AD in my youth, the the city that is portrayed in Carl Urban's Dread is far too modern mm. and not futuristic nearly enough. Mm. Um, and I kind of miss that from this movie, but that is the tiniest because the rest of the film is just so goddamn good. <laughs> it's so good. Um, uh, I am the law, and and it's such a shame because I don't think it was as critically acclaimed or received as well as it should have been. Which is why we have not seen a second movie. Which is why Carl Urban, although he wants to make a second one, is having real trouble and has had for a long time to get it off the ground because it mm. did not make as much money as they would have liked. I am going to go for. Can't, I've got to do it. Sixty-nine, dude. Sixty-nine, dude. <laughs> right. 69, dude. So I can tell you that one was a seventy-one. So that's three points Ooh. to Phil and a two point to Alan. 
So it's not going to be enough. Be I'm pouring it back. Us, to be fair, we're doing pretty well here. You're doing pretty We've well. You're pretty doing close. pretty well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So unless what? you have an epic fail on this question, Phil, it's yours. So I don't know. We're still how many points are about? So eight or nine. There is eight points between you. Phil Ooh. is first on this go. So whatever Phil picks, if you're not more than eight points away from him, either way, you're not going to yeah. win. So yeah. you can't be doing any of this. He picks 70, you pick 71 or 69. I've got to be at least eight points. We've got to play eight it. Points away. We've so, got to play it hard. Yeah. It, 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 it's full bore or nothing. It is. It is. It is. <laughs> right. So this film, we've left an absolute classic till last. It's the 1989 Batman film. The Tim Burton. The original Just Batman me. from Tim Burton. So it's Just a long wait time till they again, get a Phil. piece of me. <laughs> so, Phil, it's, a, it's an Jesus. oldie. We all remember it very fondly. But at the time, was it critically acclaimed? That is the question. We don't know. Oh, we lost Alan Alan's, for a second. And he's coming so back again. <laughs> he's so disgusted by it, he just left. We're having some Wi-Fi issues there, I think. <laughs> There we go, he's back again. Right. So, so Batman 1989. Oh, IMDb was around that one? <laughs> that long ago? I think Good it was added later on, if I'm honest. Oh, I don't I think don't it was even, actually around. I don't know where I'd score that. But you know what? 80? He's gonna go I think it was 80. a good movie, especially for that time. Like, I think that was probably a pretty good movie at the time. So okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go a solid 8 out of 10 there. Mm -hmm. 80 points. So, so, Alan. Just for the record here, mm -hmm. this film with Michael Keaton and uh, Mr. Nicholson and the second film with Mr. Keaton and Miss Mrs. Pfeiffer and Mr. DeVito mm -hmm. are my two favourite Batman movies. Okay. They are freaking awesome. They are better than anything Mr. Nolan can turn out. I do Sorry, like the second that's, one. That's, that's just my opinion. Mm. They are superb. They are dark. They are they are Batman dark. So um, And very comic I, book as well. A very comic mm. book, yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think Jack Nicholson did an excellent interpretation of the Joker for, for this one. As did, In fact, that's Danny DeVito's Penguin and Pfeiffer's mm. Catwoman were also equally just... Yeah. Awesome. I was, anyway, watching, I was watching a video actually yeah. the other day, and I yeah, remember yeah. seeing yeah. it a long, long time ago. But um, it was just it just sparked it back in my memory. That scene where Michelle Pfeiffer was in the department store and she did the whip and she took the heads off the mannequins. Yeah, yeah, she I did saw that. that yeah. in, she did it in one take. Yeah. Took all the heads yeah, off the did. mannequins, and I watched a behind the scenes video and like the whole. Like, Wait for it. Wait for like, it. Oh. Meow. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't quite <laughs> ring the same as when Pfeiffer does it. I'm afraid, Alan. <laughs> oh, damn it I'm cool right on to the my, game my Alan. career 70 you're going 70 so he's going 10 points out right i can tell you that the score on that one was 75 so that's oh you're kidding so it's an 80 oh. <laughs> 80 from phil congratulations from, so yeah 49 for alan three, and 41 three for phil it. well wow. done well done mate well done so phil gets well another learned. win yeah, if we get another win, yeah. um, I feel like I've so, redeemed myself quite yeah. spectacularly in the last couple of weeks. 
I'm going to stop trying now. So I'm going to allow this point onto the scoreboard. The reason we didn't allow the point from um, when you were away, Alan, because you were very much incapacitated with that one. So what did yeah. you think it was fair to get a couple of week lead on you? Um, but um, I think anyone takes takes time off going forward, I think we can still include it in because it's only a bit of fun anyway, isn't it? So, um, but yeah, well done, Phil. You are now on the uh, on the leaderboard. So that now means the scores are Chris on three, Alan on two, and Phil on three. Phil is joint first place. <laughs> Last. And Alan can... Sorry, and Chris can suck it because he's not here. Yeah. <laughs> it's his own fault that this has happened. Quality stuff. Wicked. Right. Well, I think that's about it for the uh, for the show this week. Um, Come up pretty much bang on the hour and 20 mark, where we like to do too. So I guess all that really leaves is... Um, for, it's a bye from me. It's a bye from Alan. I'm bad, man. It's a bye from Phil. 69, dude. Nice. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. 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 B